and you're listening to the Cloudcast, a podcast about pop culture and the creative life from an Asian American perspective. Set the bridge on fire. You won't let me cross over. Let the flames go. And welcome to episode 101 of the Clobcast. It's our first episode of 2017. Happy yeah, yeah, yeah. New Year, everybody. Happy New Year from Sick Marvin and Minji. Hope you all had a good <laughs> break. Hope you guys took some time off. Yeah, there's something going around. and it's. I just want to give a shout out. This is your co-host, Minji Chang. I'm giving a shout out to Marvin because... Oh, yeah, Mar- I, I'm Marvin. You have yeah, hello. you How's are. <laughs> This is going to be a little bit um, fragmented conversation, perhaps. <laughs> well, it's fine. In case you haven't noticed, um, this episode's coming out a little bit late. <laughs> it's fine. We're literally recording our last minute. Yeah, Each it's of us fine. Has time. Yeah, it's fine. But the thing is, we're also sick, and I'm on the upward, and I've destroyed Marvin, and now he's declining minute by minute. Yeah. But that's how dedicated he is. I will give you props because yeah. your opening segment was very, very lively. I'm pretty sure I got this from you, actually. I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I got this from my mom from helping take care of her. Mm. Whatever. I don't know. Something's going around, though. I literally could have gotten it from like yeah. eight trillion different people who are sick right now. 2017, you guys. Yeah, starting off <laughs> on a good note. How was your thing thanksgiving how was your new <laughs> this, year again this is gonna be like drunk podcast but we're <laughs> not or maybe it's the meds i just default to my most favorite holiday thanksgiving mm, is that my favorite is that your favorite mm. you just said it so clearly it was the top of your mind how was your um new year uneventful how did was you yours? actually do something this year or were you still running around looking for no i actually was very thing? stationary so it was uneventful in that way what did you do uh, we, I went out with my, uh, my girlfriend and we went to the Grand Park celebration. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that on Snapchat. Yeah. It was, um, it was touch and go because it was supposed to rain. Yeah. That sounds like glad I wasn't out. And then when, when it, like it was going to be clear for the rest of the night, um, we decided to like just call a, we were going to go to another party and then we decided to call an audible and then head out to Grand Park. A what? An audible. It's a football term. Oh, I don't so know. So when you change the play on the line. Your face is an audible. <laughs> I don't even know what the word was. I, your face is a, no, no, no. Audible is where, that's the app. How do you, that s- you, oh, Audible? Yeah. That's a switching of the game in the footballs? Okay, yes. I don't know. It's when you call a different play on the on the, on the the line. Learned something, but you didn't know, really learn it because we'll forget in five minutes <laughs> and I want to lay down. Well, you know when Peyton Manning is like shouting a lot on the line of scrimmage? Who's Peyton Manning? He is a football man. I know that, but I could not identify <laughs> him in a lineup. Nobody could. I don't know. Some might say the greatest quarterback. That's Again, I know him as like famous football guy, but wouldn't know his face. Only face I kind of know right now is Russell Wilson, but that's because he married Sierra. And now they have like a cute baby. Russell here. Wilson. Yeah. That's your rival team. I, I know. You were a Niner fan. That's what I'm saying. I don't say I like him. You don't even bring up Colin Kaepernick. I didn't say that boy. I liked I can identify Colin Kaepernick and I can identify <laughs> Marshawn Lynch, who's on the Seattle Seahawks, but he went came from Berkeley. You're welcome. Mm, so did Seattle. the LA quarterback right now, the current starting LA quarterback. Who? Goff. Oh, I know him. He's a 
oh, how cute. Now I'm kind of like a semi-Rams fan. That's weird. I'm not converting all the way, though. Mm. I pick and choose. I'm a <laughs> randomly loyal. Right. So, yeah, um, the past couple years, really the city of L.A. has been doing their own. Like, we can't let the East Coast people have all the New Year's fun, right, with the big Oh, they had thing. so much fun this year. Um, so <laughs> they do a big, like, laser light show on on um, the face of City Hall. It was really cool. It looked really pretty. Yeah. I'm glad I'm glad you did your audible. Anyway. It was fun. It was cold, but it was fun. So the funny thing is I I uh, turned on the Ryan Seacrest, the Dick Clark, you know, countdown thing after Mariah oh. happened because my Facebook feed started flooding because <laughs> that's what I'm doing on New Year's Eve. I'm on Facebook. Is that, is that what's on your mind? Yeah. Okay. It is. Actually, <laughs> I didn't even you got me. I was that was I didn't I even was, think. So I caught up because I didn't, obviously I didn't watch it. I was yeah. out in out Watching and about lasers. like, you know, the vibrant young people that we are, you know, doing stuff. Totes. <laughs> um but yeah, it sounded like you know, as production professionals. Exactly. I um, thought of you, Marvin. <laughs> I was like <laughs> You take a look at that whole situation, and it's like, yeah, you guys didn't check, huh? Yeah. <laughs> okay, like, the million things, but, like, here, so funny thing is, I, I, I saw, I turned on the TV after all, and I have TV now. You have TV? Yeah, it's oh weird. Oh, my God. I don't watch it, because my cousin lives in my living room right now. She watches all the time. She's the reason why we have it. Um, <laughs> but I was like, okay, yay, I can watch the Dick Clark thing. Minji has reattached the wire. I know. And I'm watching Stranger Things right now. It's like, I don't know who I am anymore. Uh, it's so scary. But So I, <laughs> I, I started watching the show after it had happened. So I think they were like all trying to regroup from being awkward and whatever. And then I, just by the Facebook status, sees stati? Stat- statuses. Statuses. I, I gathered, okay, something really bad must have happened. Yeah. And then, and then I went on my phone because it, it was like 11.55. So I had like five minutes left and I was like, do I want to watch this on YouTube? Because it was already on there. Like a lot of people had posted it. And yeah, I watched the first, I got to like 34 seconds. I was like, forget it. I don't want to. <laughs> it's frustrating, like, especially as, you know, as, as producers, because, you know, we have a special behind the scenes x-ray vision that we can kind of see where things went wrong. And it sucks because when you, especially when it comes to performances with people of like high caliber, there are a lot of high expectations, yeah, and people tend to judge what is presented instead of what you know is actually happened. Actually happening, yeah. Because I saw a lot of hate because, like, oh, I can't believe she lip syncs, or I can't believe like she's so unprofessional, blah blah blah. And it's like, I'm pretty sure any of the big pop stars, they all lip sync at some. The vast point. majority of them lip sync. Yeah. That's okay, and that's not the thing. Well, okay, so then I took like it took me like. I watched it the end of January 1st <laughs> in its entirety. I watched it. I kept starting it and I was like, no, I don't want to do this. Because then and now it's January 1st and I was like, do I want to start my year like this? Mm. So I just kept flinching. I finally watched it and like I was in my room, my cousin's out in the living room and she just hears me go, oh my God. And she goes, isn't it so bad? <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. She knew exactly what I was watching without me telling her. Yeah. And then, okay, here's the thing that, so <laughs> I'm just describing what it was like watching it. First of all, totally melting down as like I'm just my heart was going out to the producers. I was like, oh, my dear God, I can't imagine what their blood pressure must have been 
during that time. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. Shit happens, right? And and bad shows happen and sound checks don't have get, you know, checked and whatever. I got pissed when whoever spokesperson started blaming them, mm-hmm. cr- creating some like in inane drama that like they tried to sabotage them right to get ratings i was like so that was beep, so beep, 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 bleep, bleep, bleep. there was a that that was one of the one of the like people were floating conspiracy theories stupid the first uh response from mariah carey's people were that oh they weren't able to get the in-ear monitors working during sound checks and they were told oh they'll be working when they'll work when the performance is which is like not something you do yeah. Right. So on that on that end, totally production. I'm having in ear monitor stress right now. Because <laughs> <laughs> the very thing is, specific if, stress. If the in ear monitor is not working, you switch switch to wedges, switch to some other way for her to hear herself. Yeah. Because you can't risk that, especially it's not Dick Clark Productions, Dick Clark. man. I think Dick they Clark's know. Dick Clark's Rockin' Eve, starring Ryan Seacrest. They know. <laughs> they know what's up. It's it's tough, and for those of you who aren't familiar with how, um, especially musical live performances work. Not much people care about this, but we're going anyways. Go. <laughs> well, especially for singers like Mariah Carey who sing to a track. In order for them to sing on time, on tune, they need to be able to hear both themselves and also the track. And in order for that to happen, they need monitors, which are typically anywhere from a speaker that's pointed at you to a earpiece that you wear so you can hear what the music is. Because if you don't have that, you sound bad. Yeah. Like, you don't know where your pitch is. You don't know where you are in the song. You're off. Like, you're 15 seconds behind like she was in, during the <laughs> during the performance. She was on the whole time, yeah. my dear. <laughs> no. I mean, that's on a technical level. It's just kind of like, I, I guess I'm the most uh, flustered and irritated and just kind of, and I, I feel even awful that I'm speaking about now. Let's just let it go. <laughs> but as, a, as somebody who works with artists who cares about the quality of my show, I don't care. Again, you can theorize anything, but like, just bow out gracefully and be like, "Well, shit, that sucked," and make fun of it or whatever. You, yeah. Honestly, there's no. In your case, there's no such thing as bad publicity. Everybody and their mamas and their grandmamas are talking about you, so just, just bow out gracefully. Just or just go acapella even or or just try well girlfriend wasn't even trying and that's that's the sad thing that's also why i'm upset because she was like my idol growing up <laughs> and i'm like girl let it go just stop everyone's kind of in that mode for a while like mariah stop it just stop. <laughs> just let it go, go i think yeah i think there's definitely there's blame on both sides in a just the the technical difficulties it's entirely on the production side that's like something they should have planned like contingencies for Yes. Right. Yes. Equipment doesn't always work. Yes. So you have to be ready to, you know, think on your feet. Yes. And not hope that it'll work when the time comes. Yeah. Right. And on the artist side, to have it's not professionalism. She had a like, she had a stand-in sound check supposedly, mm. a body double sound check. Homeworld, those are your ears. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You need to know if it works. And I don't know. Anyway. What the real the real point of the story is the MVPs of all this are the dancers. <laughs> Props to you for they committing hard. and yeah. going hard, a hundred ten percent, start to finish. Bless you. To me, I'm just glad that you know, despite all the technical hiccups that we've had, we've never had one go that. Don't <laughs> jinx it now. You have to like freaking knock on knock all on the wood. wood. You're terrible. Don't say that. Um, no, but yes. <laughs> 
that did make me feel better. <laughs> I was like, well, thank God, thank Jesus. Like, that's yeah. that's, a, that's a, it was a big, but you know, let's yeah. let this be the end of that discussion. I had to bring it up because I stayed quiet about it on social media. And everything I was like, oh man, dear well, God, because like it's it's a bad situation all around, and then no point fingers just be like gracious yeah. and be like, well, that sucked. You know, that was terrible. I mean, if that happened to us, and you know, there has been shows where things went wrong. We're like. No, we're all apologetic to our to our artists. You're making me relive it right now. Yeah, let's let's. <laughs> it's okay. That. It's yeah. okay. No, but now I have a, a reference. Now that when I see them, because we're still friends, yeah. I'll be like, "It was remember Mariah." <laughs> I'm just gonna say that. Yeah, Mariah New Year's Eve wasn't that. <laughs> I love you. Bye. On my mind is I, I saw this really funny story on the internet about. So have you heard of Kazam? Mm. Now I'm thinking of Kazan. That's a music pirating website. No. <laughs> Kazan. Okay, so Kazam, no. there's this, um, there's been this kind of clickbaity article going around saying how people are losing their minds about a genie movie starring Sinbad called Kazam. Oh, that, never, that movie. That never happened. That never existed because the movie was actually Shazam starring Shaq. Oh. Um, but then this is going to weird internet where it's which is Marvin's specialty. There's a lot the of way. people who remember scenes and moments from this Sinbad movie that wasn't Shazam. They're 100 percent sure it wasn't Shazam. Where the Shazam. hell did it come from then? And then, but um, Sinbad himself has said he never made such a movie. It's not on any IMDb page. There's no trace of it. So was this a collective a whole, alternate universe that everyone whole, went yeah, to? Yeah, there's a whole Reddit like kind of. There's a whole Reddit page of people, not just person. Well, why did I people. jump on board so easily when you said it? I was like, oh, yeah, I know that movie. <laughs> exactly. So I thought... Um, <laughs> Gaslighting to the max. I totally know what you're talking about. It's interesting because when I first saw the story, I was like, no, it was Shazam by Shaq, right? Totally know what you're talking about, Marvin. I like that was the best movie. Hello. I mean, that... <laughs> no, I wanted to um, bring it to other movie. things. Because it's always funny... Um, you know, there's this there's that theory of memory where every time you remember something, it becomes less and less. Um, you misremember it more and more every time, right? Each time you bring up a memory, it's it's more and more, um, it's more and more influenced by the present. Yes. Right. So, I guess I want to ask you: Do you have anything that you remember so vividly but never happened? Yeah. Well, I have a dream. I've talked. I have a dream. I had a dream. <laughs> My North Korea dream. I'm still convinced I lived it. I've oh, yeah? talked about this before, right? I don't think so. Anyways, it's been a while if, we ha- if you don't remember it. Or it's also because you're sick and like under drugs. Um, under drugs? On dr- I can't. Um, North Korea dream. Swear to God, I still remember the details. Like the visceral feelings of the things that I touched <laughs> in my dream. I dreamt that I went to North Korea with my mother. And I met Kim Jong who's Kim Jong-un. This is when his dad was still alive. I met all those crazy mofos, and they like took us around North Korea, around Pyongyang, like showing us historic landmarks, and the, whatever. I knew it was a dream even when I was dreaming it, but at the same time, I feel like I lived it, and I felt empathy for this guy, which I don't know if I feel anymore. I'm trying to maintain my empathy, but yeah, I dreamt that what I felt from him was that he was just a young dude who's barely older than me and that doesn't want to be his father. Like, it was this whole millennial. 
I'm not, I'm not my dad. I don't want, I just like want to do my art. I had this whole experience. Like it was weird. Are you sure you're not like some sort of I'm North a time Korean traveler. sleeper spy I am. or something? Now I'm being is, followed by, by what? Is there a trigger word that will send you on your mission? Maybe. <laughs> That'd be a fun movie. <laughs> or scary. That's crazy. Yeah. No, I really, really felt like I was there. And I remember certain things like the food they gave us. I remember this river that they took us to. Like I remember, remember, quote unquote. Because you know, most <laughs> dreams you, you dream them and you forget. Yeah. The more you try to remember, the more they go away. But it's weird. I can't remember the last time I had a lucid dream. It was probably... I remember what it was about. It was about going to school. It was about trying to rush to turn in my last final of high school. But I had it when I was like 28. (laughs) (laughs) Stress dream. So at some point I was like, wait, I don't have to go to school. (laughs) But it's symbolic. It's Mm. meaningful, metaphorical of life. Yeah. I have stress dreams before every collab show. Really? Every time. And it's always some unique way of it being a disaster. Mm. And then usually the last several times it's been a disaster dream, the shows go amazingly. Just tell your dream self, at least it wasn't Mariah. And no, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> and now it'll, rec- it'll, you know, somebody in my dream will be like, Minji though, <laughs> Mariah. All right. Um, like we said, this is going to be a shorter episode because we are kind of um, sick. Yeah. And he has like a bag of hauls sitting next to him. <laughs> Good for you. We're, um, I just want to bring up, because it is 2017, we got to talk resolutions. Got to talk about Do goal we? setting. Okay. We got to talk about intentions. What, what are your, yeah, what are your intentions? <clears throat> what do you intend, <clears throat> intend to do? Big thing includes, this is what I did New Year's Eve the night before. I was cleaning a lot. I was like throwing a lot of stuff away. Um, I did laundry. I did stuff that I'd been meaning to do for the last like two months. And (laughs) I'm so proud. I cleaned my makeup brushes from Halloween. Like I have a whole, I have a lot of brushes. And I did the whole peacock thing. And I had a ton of brushes just covered in blue and green eyeshadow. And they've just been sitting there in like one corner of my room. So I did all this stuff and I threw stuff away. I packed some stuff up. I wrote some letters to unload emotionally. Like written letters? I type I type faster than I write. It would have been nice to have actually written it, but I had a lot of feelings. So I think I needed to get them out <laughs> as fast as possible. I only have written a handwritten letter in a while, which is good. My handwriting is terrible. It's not that bad. I've seen worse handwriting than you, FYI. My handwriting is a lot better. Okay. That's a lost art. Okay. Can you imagine these kids these days? Kids these days. Actually, well, I spoke at a high school and they wrote me little evaluations. I was genuinely surprised, impressed, and delighted at how legible they were. People were teaching them how to write handwriting? I mean, they're handwritten things. The high school thing I went to. Oh, no, I meant cursive. Oh, cursive. I'm sure they could. We can create a challenge. I kind of like it being our own, like, our own secret code. Our own generational thing of like things they can't... What are these loops? It's like um, when people read Old English font, right? Yes. It's like old old millennial font. Nerd alert. I used to copy the encyclopedia of Old English font and like write my name and all the people I liked. That is pretty nerdy. It's very nerdy. I'm artistic. Shut up. (laughs) Um, I won a Shakespeare award because of it. I wrote a whole sonnet in it and I made it all... You wrote a sonnet? (sighs) 
what's a sonnet? I stayed up until like 4 a.m. I was like 15 years old. I stayed up really late working on that. Not because I was trying to win. Any, I didn't even know there were awards. I just did it because I was obsessed with it. Mm. It's like, oh my God, it looks wrong. It's not a fine enough black pen. I was obsessed. <laughs> so that's how you make great art. Um, anyway, back to re- resolutions. I don't know. Let, letting uh, My intention for 2017, leave what needs to be left behind, leave it behind. I'm like, I'm too old. I'm tired. I'm starting off the year sick. I don't want to carry, um, and this is like a young thing too, when you haven't resolved a lot of stuff and you just kind of wallow in things and get emo. Um, I'm going to do whatever I got to do to resolve it within myself. If I can't resolve it directly with somebody that is involved in it, like my father, whatever, <laughs> ex-boyfriends, like just let it go. Um, there's no good in carrying that around. So I tried to symbolically and physically and literally unload. Speaking of being emo, did you see the new Sanrio character that was released today? I did not. There's a new Sanrio character? Yeah, it's a red panda named Agritsuko. Shut up. She's oh, like a 25-year-old like salary woman who gets taken advantage of by her coworkers and gossipy um, friends. And then she takes it out by going, doing ag- aggressive karaoke at night and being all inner emo. That's very specific. What happened to Beth Maru? <laughs> I haven't but just remember, it. it reminded me of when you were saying about how, like being young and emo and keeping everything bottled in. Well, yeah, yeah. that's not a young thing, but I don't know. I just want to feel freer. That's my intention this year. Re- remember that I have choices and to like embrace that, I guess. Yeah. I don't like when I was younger, I just unintentionally played the victim a lot. Like, oh, life is really hard. And it was, but also, I don't know. Like, I'm a grown ass woman. I'm going to make good decisions. I'm going to build better habits. So, nothing is like really brand new. I don't feel like. Do you have brand new resolutions? Mine are like roll over every day. <laughs> I think so. Um, things like treat myself better, expect more. Like, be more productive. Um, efficient. Be more efficient. And just in general, just um, value my own time more. That's good. That's, like, this year especially, I want to, like, just, like, I've always been one to just do it. Mm-hmm. Um, this year, it's going to be more, let's do it, but let's do it big. Mm-hmm. You know? you know. That's good. Yeah. Big as okay, that that can big as in just just doing it is not enough anymore. Yeah, like it, it needs to have like intent behind it, um, goals, a impact vision. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Impact too. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, I proved that I could do it. Mm-hmm. I can do things. Mm-hmm. Now let's you know, let's prove to other people that I'm worth me doing things is worth their time. Yeah, I guess I'm being really cryptic, but. Um, it comes down to things I like... I know you, Marv. I know what you mean. <laughs> but yeah, no. I think having self-value, like having a sense of self and yeah. self-worth and self-value is super, super important. And I personally, turning this into an Asian thing, because I see it so often, because I, I, I bitch about this a lot, is because, and I've I've actually articulated this with my brother recently, about, again, having like a sense of self and having um, a sense of purpose and choice it is a reality, but like sometimes we get so it's it's having this innate culture of like obligation, duty, responsibility, um, very specific parameters of success. Yeah. Um, 
being really concerned about who you disappoint and let down. Oh, yeah. That's, be, you know, dude, this year, uh, last year, that that was a very rough thing to experience. But I needed to, like, grow through that. But it's also, and it's just, like, this whole uh, humility thing, the whole false, is it false modesty? But it's, like, good job, Marvin. You kicked ass on that show. Like, you were amazing. And it's, like, I don't know. I'm Korean. But it's, like, no, no, no. I didn't do anything. I, I think, yeah, false modesty. I- yeah, the, um, the. Oh, don't give me props, but please give me props. Yeah, because <laughs> I, you know, I appreciate being appreciated, but there was part of me for a long time. And it had to like trickle off. I don't know, but it was like if someone gave, and I said yeah. thank you, I'd be like, wow. And I'm, I'm an kind of tired about of, of that being our stereotype. Like, yeah, there's a dance. There's a set process of how you get on people's good side. Yeah, that to me is not what I want to do. Yeah, you know, the yeah. same thing with things like. This stuff isn't tradition. It's it's a tradition that someone put into our heads to put us under people. Right. You know? Right. Whether with intent or just, again, not even to intentionally yeah. put you under, but for them to be above. Yeah. Right? And, like, it's it just, yeah, all, all that felt unsettling to me. And that's been a very, I'm glad that you've, yeah. you're owning that. Because we don't, like, nobody benefits off of you being like, I didn't do anything. I'm like, no, you did this great. Yay. Yeah. Now let's do Celebrate your wins. And there's something to be said about to give props to people who deserve it. Right. You know? And right. <laughs> it's like you said, some people are just so used to playing, like, oh, I'm not, I don't deserve this praise. I'm just doing my job. Right, or, right. And things like that. And well, it's one thing that if you're, like, trying to go after it all the time and, like, you need it and you can't function without it, mm-hmm. there's a... Yeah. There's a... What do you... Well, I can't English. Like, a spectrum. <laughs> there's a sliding scale of, like, I don't know. In general, the, what I've noticed is there's ingrained yeah, modesty it's, it's, and there's humility. There's either... And I think that comes out in different... And I don't think everyone's conscious of it. Again, I, I'm much more interested in like what causes us to behave the way or behave the way that we do because I'm an actor. Mm-hmm. What cause what's the root of that yeah. psychology versus what we're conscious about? I don't think a lot of people, including myself, it takes time and experience and whatever, a lot of different things for people to become conscious and woke and aware of why they do what they do, why others do what they do, why we interact how we do. But yeah, I mean when it comes to this whole resolution time. I like that. What I really like about it, because I don't know if I believe in like the whole New Year's resolution. It is a really great turning point where everyone's collectively like turning a leaf. It's a good milestone. I, it's I think. A, yeah, some it's, people need the milestone. Right. Otherwise, it's like, oh, I'll do it tomorrow. Right. And it's tomorrow, that moment of you know? introspection of like, yeah. well, what is it that worked? And what do I need to let go of? And what do I want to blah, blah. And because everybody's so wrapped up in that and just the holidays, it's like that quiet moment. That's what I really appreciated this year, even though I was kind of FOMOing hard um end of the day i'm glad i did what i did which is like stay in my pajamas light some candles from ross nope marshall's um and just like and and cry and whatever is marshall's like a step above ross no but i did notice that their candle selection was superb compared to ross (laughs) ross was a bit messy i'm talking about the one on hollywood boulevard if you know what i'm talking about tweet (laughs) me (laughs) um also, yeah, part of the intention. So let go and also um, don't care so much what other people think. That is my lifelong. It's tough. It's a good, it's a good intention. It's a good 
mindset. People don't matter. But it's yeah. tough. Yeah. yeah. People who don't really matter. Yeah. And people who do matter, listen better to them and like be more communicative and be more open with them. Let them know what my thoughts and feelings are. Because, yeah, just being a grown up, you can't expect people to read your mind. <laughs> How don't you know me? It'd be so much easier. If they Anticipate could, my needs. I know. <laughs> so be good to yourself. Yeah. And I'll keep you accountable for that. <laughs> I'm gonna just, he's going to be like, Mindy yelled at me today because I wasn't being good to myself. Oh. <laughs> she screamed at me. That's, um, that's next, ep- next week's episode. Um, <laughs> How are we doing on those New Year's <laughs> resolutions? Well, 2017, I'm also very excited because there's a lot of great collaboration things that are coming up. Yes, there are. Yeah. Especially, uh, we're announcing this soon. You already know that we're going to be at South by Southwest to do a panel. Yeah, but we're also going to be doing the the first ever. I believe so. The first ever official South by Southwest showcase, musical showcase of Asian American artists. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is all thanks to Minji's tenacity, her networking chops, and no. just making it happen. It's thanks to everybody who made collaboration what it is, so that it's an easy pitch. Yeah, that's what I say. So with those jingle bells, jingle <laughs> yay, jingle good it's for you. Christmas is over. I don't care. Wait, it's you have to wait till after Thanksgiving. It's to do Christmas that all year round for me. <laughs> Deal with it. So for those of you who are planning to join us or planning to be at South by Southwest this March in Austin, Texas, um, our showcase is going to be Thursday night, um, March seventeenth, sixteenth, March sixteenth um, at Lambert's Barbecue mm-hmm. in Austin. You know they'd be putting the Asians in the barbecue. <laughs> we're not leaving there like all yeah. day and uh, we're probably going to have some sort of after party afterwards too so come hang out check out we have a great lineup uh, we're going to be announcing that soon on our website and yeah it's going to be a big year for us uh, so excited trying to ease into that and not stress but yeah <laughs> and also um, collaboration staff applications are open and uh, again best time of the year to talk about this and if you have something that you want to try that's new if you've heard about collaboration for a long time and, and have wanted to try it out see what production life is get to support your community learn about your community swear to god i was like all about asian america but i did not know a fraction of what asian american actually meant and i'm very grateful for that um just kind of like learn about yourself and through meeting other people and um yeah just experiencing artists who are are and going to change the world like i thousand percent mean that um it's a great experience so i hope that you guys will look into it if you yourself are not interested but you know of friends or family that might be please help us and get the word out i swear this year after 2016 we went through a lot i mean you guys know if you're following this podcast we had a lot to cover and um i'm i'm grateful for it because it really got the conversation on fire with a lot of people who did not connect those dots before. It is a really special time. And this is when it counts even more. Like we're not resting. This is our time to keep the fire going. Um, And artists are a huge component to what people will see and understand. Uh, Not just externally, but internally within the Asian community as well. So that's all up to you guys to like be part of this. So um, yeah, please, this is me asking personal favor. Spread the word, uh, tell a friend, and uh, yeah, let people know that we are taking volunteers. Yeah. <clears throat> I said all that so Marvin could not <laughs> strain his voice. Yeah, and that'll, that'll do it for this week's shorter episode of the Collabcast. We'll be back on full strength next week. 
hopefully. I'm feeling energized right now. <laughs> Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. Have Thank a great 2017. Yes. Stay healthy. Yes. Vitamins, um, echinacea. <laughs> and for those of you who want to help support this podcast and get us out to more people, uh, you can subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher, and wherever podcasts are found through our RSS feed. You can also leave us a rating and review on iTunes. You can email us at podcast@collaboration.org. Our theme song this week is brought to you by, let's say, Paul Date. Okay, yes. <laughs> we love you, Paul. And I have so much more to say. Our numbers. <laughs> they, please. I mean, yeah, I'm not begging, but I'm just saying, if you feel it, do it. That's what I'm saying. This is got to make a count, you guys. This is the year. Yeah. Collaboration is part of the Potluck Podcast Collective, a collective of Asian American podcasts and podcasters. Check us, check out all of our programs at podcastpotluck.com. There's some really great shows out there. And yeah, for Marvin and Minji, um, we got one out. Yeah, we did. Kept the streak alive. We did. Keep the streak alive. This has been Collabcast episode 101. We love you guys. We'll see y'all next week. Bye. Bye. If I get burned, at least I'll feel high. If only for a minute. Set fire to the bridge. You were never gonna let me cross it anymore.